What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the Danielle and Muhammad Journey Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one, the only, Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I better be the only. You are the only. Right? Yeah, you're the only woman. You're the only Teresa. That's it. You're the only. You're the only one in my life, really. Exactly. It's just you and me. That's it. And Danielle Muhammad. (laughs) (laughs) But not for long. This is it. It's Throwback Thursday. We've reached the end. This flew by. This is the last episode of their journey. Time flies when you're getting scammed. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you. You don't. Where did the time go? Oh, yes. I I totally feel the same. This is it. This is the final part. Well, part 11. All right. If you guys are following So before along. we dive in, before we ask people about the reviews and all that, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest. This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> How it's do you checklist. feel now about Mohammed and Danielle separately? Ooh. Because we were Should always we saying... Should we talk about this before we've reached the end? You think or, so? I mean... We still have one entire part. This was like 43 minutes long. Okay, okay, okay. You're Let's asking it. me. I know, but it's because I'm so pumped and mm-hmm. I have, I formed my opinion. Okay. I'm I done. Mean, of, of course, we finished the episode and we have our opinion. I feel slightly different, I would say, than I did mid-season. Or the beginning. Or the beginning. But I... I definitely feel different than I did when I first watched their season years ago. Yes, I agree. I've evolved as a person (laughs) and I feel differently and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think you should be allowed to grow and change your thoughts. Totally. That's what I'm asking. This is where my thoughts are coming from. Well, I think we should save. I think we should save that. I think that'd be a nice way to wrap it up. Okay. Let's keep our thoughts. We'll go through the, we'll go through the story. We'll get to the end and we'll discuss our feelings. Sounds good. Okay. But first, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, you can do that. And we'd love it if you did. You can follow us at 90 Day Crazy in Love. It is a crazy good time over there. So follow us. Just follow us on Instagram. Please do. Follow us. And don't forget to leave us a review. Yeah. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. First is the follow us on Instagram. Second is the subscribe to the podcast. Ah. Smash that subscribe button. I can't believe button. I blew it. After, blew all it after, all after all this time. After all this time. After all this time. You blew it. Okay, so if you want to subscribe, and I suggest you do so that you don't even have to think about looking up the podcast, seeing if there's a new episode. If you're subscribed, it's just going to come exactly. to you like a gift. Exactly. Like, a, like an unexpected FedEx package. <laughs> it will just arrive. So make sure you smash the subscribe button. Smash you like it's hot. Okay, and now you can do what you were oh, oh, asking. Oh, I'm going to pick up on something you said. It's okay. really strange. Like an unexpected FedEx package? Yeah. I wouldn't well, open it. If you get an unexpected FedEx package, probably don't open it. Oh, no. I'm don't not questioning the package. I'm questioning FedEx. How often do you get packages <laughs> from FedEx? I feel I like we all get packages <laughs> from Amazon all the time. Listen, Amazon gets enough press. I'm trying to spread the love. It would have been weirder if I said like DHL, like an unexpected DHL package. I think FedEx is up there. Yeah, FedEx is holding its own. Who's sitting home waiting for a FedEx package? I don't know. But I, we, like, but I like FedEx. We all are waiting for Amazon, pa- Amazon packages. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't it be unexpected if FedEx showed up? 
right? I guess I guess that's true. You know what? <laughs> Amazon shows up. It's unexpected because I forgot because I order something every day from oh, Amazon. Oh, me too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I ordered that. FedEx is unexpected because it's like, who's sending me a FedEx? <laughs> Okay. That is a good so don't point. Question me. That's a good point. Don't oh, question me. Speaking of Amazon, this has nothing to do. They don't sponsor us. I wish they did, but they yeah. don't. Maybe one day. <laughs> okay, <But> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I saw it was an ad, I think, or like a calculator that allows you to add all the money you've ever spent on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it. I'm like, I do not want to know. It's all of my money. It's I do not want to know how much money I've spent on Amazon over the years. Yeah. I would say, look at my salary, subtract rent, and the rest goes to Amazon. <laughs> I would say, that's, is that the calculator? Because that's probably the math. I feel like this is how you feel when you're getting packages and you don't know what's in them. Yeah. What did I even <laughs> order? What? Okay. Uh, Anywho. Um, so subscribe to the podcast. Please do. And then... Leave a review. Yes. Please. That's what, this is what I was going. Yeah. On Apple Podcasts is the best. Please do so. You always make our day. And this is a great way. If you like this podcast, this is how you can help us, guys. It's the main way to getting a review is getting a unexpected FedEx package. Exactly. Because we don't expect it. We look down at our phone once in a while and go, oh, look it. We got a review. Exactly. Because Apple doesn't let us know. We no. go, we take a look, and it makes our day. It's ridiculous. Apple should totally let you know. Yeah, but they don't. So mm, every single that, time Apple. we look at our reviews and we see a new one, it does make our day. It does help our podcast. Yeah. So please, if you could, spare Send a, a minute. Send us a package. Send us a FedEx package. All right. <laughs> That's. I think we've reached the end of the, the checklist of things we need to go through. The housekeeping. The housekeeping, if you will. So... Let's get into this final part. This is sad. I don't know how I feel about us launching into this final part. I feel like we've we've grown attached to Danielle and Muhammad. Well, this is sad, but also happy because we finished one journey and we are open to a new one. Yeah, stay tuned to the end of this podcast. We are going to throw out some ideas and... <laughs> You can be a part of that decision-making process. I can't process. believe that all my thoughts at the beginning are pushing towards the end. <laughs> we probably we probably should have talked about it. Yeah. Well, hey, this is how it goes. We freestyle this thing and this is what happens. Should we jump in? Yes, let's do that. Part 11, the final part, Danielle and Muhammad, the journey. Okay, so we left off with Danielle and Muhammad walking into the courthouse. Mm-hmm. That's where we pick up. It's trial time. The day has come. Will the judge keep it as an annulment or will he change it to a divorce? We know Danielle, she wants annulment. She told all of Sandusky she's going to get an annulment. She posted it on social media. She shared it. Muhammad wants a divorce, of course. So to everyone's dismay, cameras were not allowed in the courthouse. Classic. Fortunately, we have Beth sharing her thoughts as she waits in her car ripping cigarettes. (laughs) We were all Beth in that moment, just yeah. metaphorically ripping cigarettes, wondering yep. what is going to happen. 15 minutes passes, 30 minutes passes, 60 minutes passes. Beth probably went through two packs of cigarettes the way she oh, was going. Oh, for sure. She was going hard. Oh, she, she was really invested in Muhammad getting deported. Mm-hmm. She said in this part, in this episode, I hate Muhammad. She cared more about this deportation than Danielle did, I feel. I think she was even more upset. I feel like 
Danielle's personality isn't as strong as Beth. Danielle doesn't so, care. So Danielle says things, but deep down, she doesn't mean them. Right. She says, I want the annulment, I want him deported. Deep down, she wants him to stay and get back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one hour later, out walks a whimpering Danielle. She's in tears. She's having a hard time keeping it together. And Beth just goes, uh-oh. What happened? And here's what happened. Danielle's lawyer advised her to go with the divorce because the judge said, even with all of your evidence, it's going to be very, very hard for you to win this trial, mm-hmm. Danielle. So basically, just to clarify this, and I learned this while watching this episode, this was not a trial. This was the pre-trial. This was a hearing this or a pre-trial. pre-trial or whatever you call it. Yeah. Basically saying or laying the evidence down, mm-hmm. judge looking at it mm-hmm. and advising was the best thing to do. I don't think the judge advised. Well, I mean. He did too or she did. He did too. But Linda, Linda Fritz is the one going, yeah, I don't think we're going to win this. I don't think we're going to win this, Danielle. Let's just go with divorce. That's a terrible lawyer. You have lawyers out there who are willing to say, oh, we can do this. Yeah. We, there's, I know there's video of you with the gun, but trust me, we can do this. Linda's just like, nah, I would do a divorce if I were you. <laughs> Lazy Linda. But, you know, it also comes down to money. Do you want to spend all your money on this, on something that might not happen? Yeah. Because Mohammed said, I'm going to fight this annulment. I'm going to fight it. The judge said, basically said, your evidence isn't strong enough. If it's going to go to trial, there is a small chance of you winning. I think we're burying the lead. I think we're overlooking what everyone was really feeling. What's the lead? Everyone was impressed with Muhammad's lawyering skills. And we're like, we don't stand a chance against this guy. I guess. Because he was was representing himself. And Linda's like... I don't know if I can go against Muhammad. Well, I have to say that as much as Daniel thinks he scammed her, he he did this, he did that, as he did, she wasn't playing her cards right either. Tell us how you would have played it, lawyer Teresa, attorney at law. Well, you know, Muhammad has all this evidence of her using his name to get the cable going. Mm -hmm. Dish. Talking to other people, freaking out on the camera, throwing things at him. That's mm-hmm. all being documented. Her harassing him, you know, all these messages, him filing an restraining order. Yeah. So she thinks she was playing her cards right. But mean, meanwhile, it all was for Mohammed's benefit. And I think after the lawyer saw all that shit that Daniel did, he was like, wait a minute. Like, this is not clean. This is... It's, this would be very messy and Danielle would probably lose. Let me just say this, and I completely agree with you. The judge and lawyer validate my feelings in the sense that I don't think Muhammad is all to blame. I think Danielle scammed too. Yeah. And the judge and lawyer are saying, yeah, yeah, you're right. Danielle is a little bit to blame. Muhammad is not. Totally at fault here. 100%. And so I feel good about my beliefs. 100%. Everyone can jump and scream and yell at me and say, how dare you take Muhammad's side? Well, the judge and the lawyer 
also mm-hmm. agree. I'm not taking anyone's side still. And I'm not going to because as you just said, and this is how I feel, they both are to blame. They sure. both he did scam her, he definitely did use her, but she wasn't helping herself. He used her. I don't know if he scammed her. I'm gonna differentiate those two. He used her once he got to the States and realized he no longer wants to be with her. He used her so that he could stay. Okay. Scamming. To me, that means from the jump. I guess he was you, in it for the I wrong guess that's reason. true. I can so I he can used see her. your point. He and used I, think her. I, I don't yeah. know that he scammed her. Because if things went well, if he came stateside and she smelled good down there and she had a good job and she didn't lie and she was honest about her criminal record, maybe they would have lasted. We don't know. We, that's true. We don't know. So I think scam, I don't know. Yeah. Used, sure. True. Sure. And then, you know, Danielle and all her freak outs, all her basically harassment. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. helping either. And That's terrible. That was terrible. I don't blame Muhammad for the way he, the way he proceeded. And that's I, why I don't think it was a scam. He should have acted a little better, a little nicer, because she is a human and she's very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I feel like many times he said things that I was like, wait a minute, like this is not how you, not even talk to a woman. This is not how you talk to a person, right? right? Very rude, very disrespectful, totally blame on him. But then Daniel does something that as soon as you're like, oh, I feel bad for Daniel. She does something. And I'm like, <laughs> why did you just do that? Yeah. You know? But it's over. Either way. It's over. Danielle is divorced. No more hearings. No more court. No more Muhammad? I was just going to say. That's the question. Saying it's over. I don't think it is. Yeah. That's the question. Danielle, she makes it seem like she's upset mainly because she could improve fraud. And so now she thinks no one's going to believe her story, which is, I don't know. Will people believe your story? Maybe. It's on television. It's up for us to mm-hmm. decide who's, whose side we believe. But that's why she says she's upset. It's because now no one's going to believe my story. So then out comes Muhammad with his selfie stick. And according to Danielle, he even used it in the courthouse. Because he told security guards, oh, I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. So they let him keep filming. But like, good for him. Like, good, good for him for standing no. his ground. What are the security guards there for no, but if not to keep him safe? Like, I don't think I would have the balls, even as a foreigner, to walk into a courthouse with a selfie stick saying, I'm keeping this because I don't feel safe. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but on the front of the courthouse was a huge red sign that said, no cell phones allowed in this building. <laughs> So I don't know what the truth is. If he truly did film. Yeah. I don't know. If they broke their own rule and allowed it. Maybe he walked in with it. They said once you enter the chamber or whatever you call it, you have to shut it down. But But your defense is, hey, security guard, I don't feel safe. Well, that's the security guard's job is to protect you against whatever. Danielle, whomever, her family, her friends, her supporters. Well, they are there to protect the courthouse. Yeah. But what is it? He says, I don't feel safe. What's a cell phone going to do? It'll document it. Yeah. But it, is he going to use it as a sword? Is he going <laughs> to is he going to fend her off with a selfie stick? How is that protecting him? I don't know. But that's a good thought. So that was a little suspect to me because apparently no, no cell phones allowed in the courthouse. Well, but he he's did. walking out with a selfie stick, still filming himself. Comes, and he gets to his car and he says... To my friends and my family who are watching this live stream, 
I am just divorced. <laughs> so he was live streaming it. Maybe he, wasn't even, he was. He wasn't even filming it. He was going live. Wow. I wish we could find the footage. I know. Did you save it? Did you upload it? Where oh. is that? He went live on this. So that's wild. But I think the most wild part is Danielle asked Muhammad to pay for her lawyer. $500. And Muhammad's like, yeah, I'm okay with that. As wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Danielle's making Muhammad pay for her lawyer. What? Yeah, that's what she said, or that's what he said. He was oh. like, Danielle asked me to pay for all her legal fees, and that's fine. If she can't afford to pay for him, I will. I'm just happy I'm free now. Good for him. Speaking yeah. of the legal fees, we'll yeah. get Again, there. About who's scamming who? I have I have certain thoughts about that, but let's not skip ahead. Okay. Did you see that Muhammad's car is from Carvana? Yeah, we talked about this. Oh, he did? He used, yeah, he no, used the, the, the uh, vending machine. The car vending machine. But I, I think it was, you think it's been around for that long? Listen, we keep thinking this journey was 20 years ago. I know. It was like two or three years ago. I know. Yeah. No, I noticed that with the first time we saw him leaning up against his car in Port Ritchie. I was like, wait, that's from Carvana. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it now yeah, when I was thinking about machine. it. Do you not pay attention to me? Come I on. do, but I wasn't Come sure on. because I didn't see. Now I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Trust I always me. trust you. Trust me with the details, Teresa. I always trust you. So, Muhammad's out at his car. And of course, Beth wants to stir the pot a little. So she tells Danielle, go confront Muhammad. Go confront him if you have something to say. No, no, no. She didn't say that. She said, Danielle said, oh, I wish I talked to him in the courthouse. I have a lot to say. And Beth goes like, well, now is your chance. Yeah. Be what? clear and make it count. Mm -hmm. But then she said, oh, don't do it, girl. Really? Yes. See, I, didn't, I missed that part. In my mind, I was like, And I was saying, it's, it's almost like pushing someone to do something, but then you want to be the good one. Like, oh, like, don't do it. Yeah. Once you once you push them, once but they're it's like. it's also like reverse psychology. Like, you won't do it. You won't go yeah. confront Muhammad. Will you? Are you? Oh, my gosh. She's going. She's going. Guys, get this. So she walks over and Muhammad's just sitting in his car. He rolls down his window and he's like, what? <laughs> What? And even I didn't expect this. And I should, because I know Danielle and I've watched now 10 plus parts of this. What does Danielle want? To meet up with Muhammad once oh again. Oh my gosh. Come on, Danielle. You have him sitting there in the car. Talk to him there if you want. She wants to meet up with him somewhere else so they can discuss. And Muhammad's just like, you have my number. Text me. I'm leaving for a high, I mean, for Florida tonight. Yeah. One night. Text me. So, back on the road. Danielle and Beth are driving. Once again, no seatbelts. No seatbelts. I have to say, Beth is smoking and driving and being on Facebook with no seatbelts. <laughs> she's, she's smoking with her window up. First of all, she is hotboxing that car with Danielle, the two of them, just windows up. She's smoking six. Yeah. And then she's on her phone. She's not, she's like, oh, Danielle, look at what Muhammad just posted on <laughs> Facebook. Wait, Beth, aren't you driving? How are you on Facebook and right now? smoking because I have to say, guys, I used to Are you to driving smoke. with your knees, Beth? What are you doing? I don't know what she's doing, but I used to smoke and I went on a road trip driving on a Utah highway 90 miles per hour, smoking, 
And all of a sudden, what happened? Jeez. The freaking cigarettes fell in my pants, yeah. burned me, yeah. burned a hole in my pants. Jeez. I had to pull over on the yeah. side of a highway. I had to get off safe. Facebook. Not safe. So, like, smoking and driving is difficult. Smoking, driving, and being on Facebook without a seatbelt, that's just... While wow. you're on camera, I keep going back to this part because I feel like I would be my best self on camera. I would not be driving, smoking on my cell phone I wonder, can, while being filmed. Can police get back to him like, hey, guys, we saw your footage of so. you driving without a seatbelt being on your phone. Thousand dollars. I don't think so. Listen, I'm no Linda Fritz. I don't know the law like <laughs> Linda does, but I, uh, I don't think so. I think you got to be caught in the act. Pretty sure you have to be caught. Okay. So, yeah, Beth's on Facebook while she's driving and goes, Danielle, look what Muhammad posted. And he wrote, I am divorced. That's it. Couldn't wait an hour. Had to let the honeys know that he was single. He's divorced. And I get it. Like They've been trying to get a divorce going for months. So I don't blame him. It's social media. We all post things. Yeah, but... Would you post that? They really do live their life on social media. So I guess that's the first place you'd turn. Especially because we all knew what was happening. We all were waiting. It's like, is it going to be an annulment? Is it going to be a divorce? I understand that he posted like, hey, I'm a divorce. I'm not. What's the word? Annulled. Annulled. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) Facebook does prompt you. Facebook asks. Hey, Muhammad, what's on your mind? Exactly. And so he's probably just like, I'm divorced. (laughs) Well, you asked. I told. So now Danielle's pissed because she couldn't even tell her friends and her family first. They now had to learn because of social media. That's a little selfish, though. He can do whatever he wants. Well, why, not- why are his friends and family following, or her oh, friends and family following Muhammad too, anyway? Listen, I'm not, I'm not a person who posts on Facebook often, or I don't think I've posted anything in a while, but... At the end of the day, it's your Facebook. This is how you feel. If you want to post something, post it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. You could have waited a little longer. Sure. sure. But you didn't have to. And he didn't. So Danielle gets home. She sits down with her daughters to break the bad news that I didn't move forward with an annulment. Went with a divorce. They probably knew from Mohammed's post. Oh, I think they were watching the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know. We were watching the live stream. They're mom. like, God, was... God damn it, mom. <laughs> yeah, we were watching the live stream. It was great. There's a bunch of people in chat. We were going back and forth. So, no, the kids are actually surprised. At least they pretend they're surprised. They were like, I thought you were all about that annulment life, mom. What happened? Now you're going divorced. And it's not what anyone wanted. And then she delivers something else her kids don't want to hear. She's going to meet up with Muhammad oh. again. Isn't it sad when your teenage kids are smarter than you? Yeah, it's like, how did you get that smart, first of all? Because there's no father in their life. Danielle raised them. Well, we don't know if they see the father, so let's not assume anything. The father is living with Danielle's oh, friend. Oh, yeah, that's very who true. Who she used to sell sex toys to. <laughs> Can you imagine I that? forgot about that, but yeah. But imagine I- you sell, imagine you sell like the dirtiest <laughs> sex toy to your friend. What would her name, what would her friend's name be? Elisa. I don't know. You, you sell, you sell the double, the like double. Like Jennifer ended. with a G. 
like Jennifer with a G. <laughs> Shout out to Married at First Sight. So, <laughs> so imagine just selling Jennifer like, I don't know, the dirtiest anal beads. They're, not, they're not dirty, but I mean, they were clean when you got them. It's but. like the only only dirty sex toys Jen and I know because of... <laughs> Danielle. Yes. So imagine selling Jennifer with a G, you know, the extra large mm-hmm. anal beads. <laughs> and then... And then your husband leaving and being like, Danielle, that's it. I can't go on. Just there's nothing between us. I'm leaving you for another woman. And then Danielle's like, who are you leaving leaving me for? And and he's like, Jennifer with a G. And the big anal. (laughs) And Danielle's like, the one with the big anal. It's, It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. So well, what do you do? But I we, do we do? don't we don't know if the kids are seeing the dad. That's we don't that's know. my point. So so who knows who's raising these kids really? Because as Tom says, Danielle's not spending enough time with them. But we don't know. But Faith does put it beautifully when she finds out that Danielle's going to meet up with Muhammad once again. Faith puts it beautifully. So she said it in a way that even Danielle could understand. She goes, "Why are you going?" It's just going to end up stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, Faith. Nailed Very it. True. Absolutely. Going to end true. up stupidly. Oh, you know what? I just hope these girls learned from their mom to never do anything like this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to end up stupidly, Faith. Not even that. Just don't don't feel like you're being used. Don't, don't do drama. On. Learn move, to move on. on. Find someone who... Just drop it and move on. Is your life partner who treats you well? And if there is someone who doesn't, move on. Exactly. Move on. So He's like a... I, I said it before. The little fish that lashes onto the big fish mm-hmm. doesn't want to let go. Mm-hmm. That's Danielle. That's Danielle. I think you used that. In a, oh, you used it for someone else. Yeah, you used it for someone else. Totally. Wait, this is not a great example when I'm thinking about it because she's... She doesn't live off of Muhammad. Who do we use that for? Oh, now I want to know. Mm. It was definitely for it was definitely for the main 90 podcast. So yeah. It wasn't Joe Vinyar. It, no. I don't think it was Mike and Natalie. Who does that? It who's wasn't the, Brandon who's and the It wasn't. Oh, no. Was it Stephanie? No. And, yes. It was Ryan and Harris oh. being the oh, little yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah. Just like... Yeah. And they were just like floating around with the big fish, just like eating off of them mm-hmm. and having the protection. And mm-hmm. the big fish cannot do anything because it's too big mm-hmm. to just take care of the small fish. Yeah. Doesn't, this metaphor doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't apply. I didn't. I, I literally, <laughs> after I said, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, you nailed it the first time. That's a yeah. bad metaphor. Yeah. It's okay. Can't get it. I love time. using metaphors when I can come up with some. This yeah. one was not a good one. So take it back. Take take, it back. I'm taking it back. We could also delete it, but let's be honest. Let's put everything out there with our listeners. Yeah. Even our fails. (laughs) Editing this podcast would take too much effort. (laughs) So you guys get to hear it, warts and all. Ah, Sometimes I wish we did edit it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I listen (laughs) listen back sometimes and I'm like, why don't we edit this podcast? (laughs) Now I'm like, can you edit this one? No. No, because then I would have to go back and find it. I guess we have to be raw. This is it. This is raw and uncut. Listen, there's so much editing on 90 Day Fiance. Here's one thing. That's That's just how it is. 
It's just how it I is. I feel the same. When I listen back, I'm like, damn, I wish we edited this. <laughs> so I wish we edited it too because there's like a race car. I don't know if you guys can hear this. But I hope like not. There's like a race car outside of our Someone's house like right now. Someone's like spinning around thinking this is Daytona, but it's not Daytona. It's Daytona, not Daytona is farther south. We're trying to record a Daniel and Muhammad podcast right now. Please be quiet. Yes. No. <laughs> we hope you guys can hear it. So, okay. Faith says... Why are you going? It's going to end stupidly. But Danielle just wants to say goodbye in her own terms. And does she or does she want to see Mohammed one more time try to use, you know, her being independent and learn from everything and maybe there is going to be a spark? She wants the spark. She's not going to say goodbye. She's going to say, are you sure you want to say goodbye? Okay, so... I've never felt this way about anyone. I've never been obsessed about anyone. I'm obsessed about you, but you're my husband. That's okay, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But the way she's obsessed over Mohammed, who's been rejecting her for so long, I don't understand how someone can feel this way. I think I said it last podcast. He must have laid it on so thick in the beginning. I guess. To get her to pay for K1 to get her to pay for his flights over here and all. He must have laid it on so thick that that's all she can think of. Well, let's be honest. Most of the Americans pay for a flight. Like Jovi paid for Yara's. Brandon paid for Julia's. But I could see Jovi looking at Yara and being, oh, she's an attractive woman. I would like her to come live with me. And just based on that. Well, you know, guys are pretty simple. Not to talk about the OG 90, but. I think Jovi and Yara did spend some time before mm-hmm. 90. They traveled together and they, it's not like they met once. No, like Danielle and yes. Muhammad. So that's I'm just a different saying, story. I think for Danielle to bring Muhammad over here, he must have, I don't know, I think he must have laid it on pretty thick. And that's but what I she feel like remembers. When someone hurts you or someone does something bad to you, like doesn't wish you a happy birthday, I have a list. I know you do. I have a list and I think about it. But when you, the, you have, you're able to compare the people who wrong you to people who write you in life. And you go, well, this person's terrible. This person's great. Yeah. I'm going to spend my time with great people. Danielle doesn't have much going on. So it's Muhammad who's actually in her life. And every time the interaction occurs between them, it ends stupidly. But at least, <laughs> at least they meet face to face versus These guys she's talking to online who don't even meet up with her. And we'll get to that Mm -hmm. in a little bit. So it's like, do I want to try this out with Muhammad who actually will meet me face to face? Or should I just sit behind the computer and try to talk to the guys who won't meet up with me? I guess. She feels like she's got one. She's hooked one. She's got a live one. And I don't want to let it go. I understand. But my point is that. Obviously, I have my list. When someone doesn't say happy birthday to me when it's on Facebook, I'm like, especially when it's a person close to me I talk to often. You just said you're never on Facebook. No, so but... why do you care I, if people th- celebrate you on Facebook? On my birthday, I am on Facebook. Okay. okay. And I'm just... Getting- All day. Just crossing names off the list of who's <laughs> wished you a happy birthday. No, but okay. This is how my list works, right? If you're my friend who I never talked to, we went to high school together, haven't said a word to each other in over 10 years, it's okay. Don't say happy birthday to me. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who you're a family friend, you're my friend, we talk often, we hang out 
and you forget to say happy birthday to me, not on Facebook, but after Facebook tells you it's my birthday and you don't take the second to write me a message or you're something. Such a, you're such a princess. It's just, it's you're such sad. a princess. So, okay, I, this is, if someone can not hurt me really this way, but Mohammed and her Daniel in so many ways, not even comparable to mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you have options. You don't have to take the abuse. You have options. Exactly. Danielle so, kind of has to take the abuse or she has nobody. That's not Muhammad's true. Muhammad's the only person that's willing she to meet up Beth. with her. Yeah, Beth is married. Oh, after we discussed doesn't, it. Doesn't her husband have friends? It, her husband, because I remember once we we talked about it last podcast and we we're like, is she married? And we kind of got off the subject and said, well, she doesn't seem like she is. She's always in Danielle's business. She is married. And she's married to a foreigner as well. And I think we talked about I'm that. I'm sure. Yeah, we did. But doesn't he have friends? No. <laughs> you think Beth lets him out of her sight? I don't, like, you <laughs> sit here. You're not going anywhere. I thought you going to say, you think Beth lets him out of his cage? No, Beth's got a tight leash on him for like, sure. I mean, Beth is Beth's the scary. boss. Beth is a little She scary. scares me. Anyways, they go and they meet up. It's time. They're going to meet up. And Danielle says she's meeting up with Muhammad so that once and for all he will know. Muhammad will know that I'm over him. Ah. Oh, you could have come up with a better excuse than that. That's so not believable. Danielle. If you just stop forcing him to meet up with you, he'll know that oh, you're over him. You know him. what she's hoping for? You know how I know what she's hoping for. Like a make make makeup sexy time. Yeah, she's got her own anal beads that she's bringing, and she's hoping she can use them. And she's heard how good they are. Jennifer with the G's left reviews on her pure <laughs> romance page, and she's like, "Well, I want to try them out for myself. I'm tired of using them on myself. I want to use them on someone else." I just wish she stopped living in a in a fantasy world, hoping <sighs> for something. Just look at it how it is. And just move on, girlfriend. I'm kind of glad she lives in a fantasy well, world because okay. the reality of her world, it's it's not the best. Well, I'm glad she sees the glass it's half It's not full. true. It's not the best. She's going to school. She has kids. She's raising like nine kids on her own. She doesn't have a great job. She is stealing other people's identities. She's gone to jail. Her man is leaving her and going on vacations with other women. Well, the reality is, the, is not that good. So for her to keep it together. This is in the past. The new Daniel is going back to school. Mm, she yeah. works. Yeah. Her kids are being successful in life as yep. far as she said. Yep. She has grandkids. She bought her own home. Mm-hmm. Like, hello. hello. Like, she's doing things. Okay. So there are things for her to be happy happy about, to look forward to. So yes. stop dwelling think, on Mohammed. But I think this is this is the point in her life. Where she is going to start focusing on that stuff. And she wants, she says she wants to let Muhammad know that she's over him. So she goes to meet with him. What? <laughs> to let someone know that yeah. you're over him <laughs> means that you're not. Yeah, if you're over him, you wouldn't feel the need to meet up with him. Exactly. I know, it's the most ironic thing. I know. Still great for television. I was yelling at the TV while, while watching this <laughs> I episode. I, like, I can't hear. I can't hear. So please pipe down over there. Okay. Where she goes to meet him is very suspect. Is very suspect. They didn't meet at a cafe. They didn't meet at the freight house. Well, it's because once she gets there, and let's, let's talk about it, it's Mohammed's motel. Yeah. Mohammed opens the door and says, I didn't want to meet with you. But he said 
at the courthouse, text me, we can meet up. Yeah, I think it was just like to brush her off right. and hopefully by the time she gets she'll back forget, to him, yeah. he's going to be on the road. Hopefully Beth gets in a car accident. I know she'll be on Facebook and then <laughs> she'll be tied up. But no, she knocks on the door. Muhammad doesn't let her in. I assumed Walmart Tom was probably shirtless, handcuffed to the bed or something. And that's why, no, don't come in, please. You cannot come in. But she finally pushes her way into the room. No, Tom. She she just starts going off on Muhammad about how he handled court like a joke. And she's still wearing her divorce outfit. Yeah, Muhammad was a little more cash. But mm-hmm. he, was, he was still buttoned down shirt, tucked in. I think he took off his blazer. She was rocking her powdered divorce slash annulment her outfit. annulment attire. But it, it turned, turned into, into a, a divorce. divorce. It turned into a divorce outfit. Yeah, she should have gotten a different outfit. I think maybe things would have gone the other way for her. But the fact that she's telling Muhammad that he handled court like a joke, <laughs> that's rich. That's rich because he won. He won. He got what he wanted. He got the divorce. Mm-hmm. So... Danielle, you can say he handled it like a joke till you're blue in the face. He won. So it was a successful court appearance. You for know him. what was really hilarious? Not hilarious, like haha, but what she said, like my that, family wasn't expecting an annulment. Well, like, that too, but first she they, said, Danielle? Mohammed, I wanted this to be a drama free. Okay, Danielle. While standing outside of his motel room that he doesn't want to let her in, yeah. yelling at him. Yeah. Danielle, like, Danielle, the D in your name is for drama. Yep. And again, back to what we said at the beginning, she thinks this is all good for her. It's all great for her case. Meanwhile, it's the exact opposite. Oh, everything she does hurts her. Yeah. Everything she does goes against the the smart thing to do. It always oh, ends stupidly. Yeah. It always ends stupidly. All I wrote down was like, Danielle is out of control. <laughs> she does. She loses it. She freaks out. She yells in Muhammad's face. She's like, you're a jackass. You're the worst mistake in my life. And then she leaves, but she doesn't stop yelling. She just keeps screaming in the parking lot. And Muhammad is so, so hilarious. He's like, have some respect for the other guests, Danielle. Mm-hmm. There's, there's other people staying in this establishment. Please, quiet. She's like, Mohammed, you're making it about yourself. It's like, no, you guys both are getting a divorce. Like, Yeah, Mohammed wants to move on. You said you do too. I don't know what you expected to come out of this meeting. What? Like, like He's warning her. I'm, he was very calm. He's like, Daniel, oh, please yeah. leave. I'm going to, because eventually he let her in for a little bit. She was freaking out. He goes like, please leave. I'm going to call the police. She sat down on a chair and he just kept standing there. It's like, she's not going to leave until you repropose to her. But it's so sad that the, the reason why he invited her in was because she was yelling. He didn't want to. He didn't want to wake the neighbors. Dra- he didn't want to create drama, right? And then when he was fed up with what she was saying, he wanted her to leave and she didn't want to leave. What was your angle, Danielle? You said, I want to go. I want to let him know that I'm done. And so you could have walked up there and go, Muhammad, this is the last I'm going to speak to you. I want to end this civilly. I wish you the best of luck. Mm-hmm. Turned around and left. That would have been letting him know you're done and that you're the bigger yeah. person. You barged your way in there, sat down on the chair while he was like, oh, what's going on? And then wouldn't leave without making a stink and yelling in his face. Mm-hmm. 
And even after she left, she's outside getting into her car, still yelling. <laughs> Did you see the way she backed her car out of that parking spot? She was just giving him a death stare while backing up. She almost hit the building behind her. It's like eyes on the road, Danielle. Eyes uh. on the road. But Muhammad just striking a pose, like a model pose in his doorway. Danielle's like, uh. I'll send all my evidence to the immigration. It's like, Danielle. Okay, okay Danielle. I almost. That's not how this works. Like, <laughs> yes. A and two. That would be an unexpected FedEx package that arrived at immigration. <laughs> That's for <laughs> what sure. What is this? That would be like, ugh. Yeah. What are these Facebook posts? But she doesn't understand that even in this scene, right? Let's quickly analyze this scene. Danielle is the one who's had to go talk to Mohammed. She's yelling at him. She forces herself inside of his motel room. Then she leaves after he threatened her to call the police. Mm-hmm. Yelling, yelling, yelling. Meanwhile, Mohammed standing there saying, please, Danielle, leave. Like, I understand. Please leave. Like, we have nothing to talk about. We are divorced. Being very calm. Who do you think, if this footage gets to the immigration or somewhere, who do you think they're going to side with? Yeah. Not Danielle. I'm not going to go as far as to say it's stalking, but it's it's borderline harassment. Yes, it the is. The way Danielle is treating Muhammad. It is. Like she's stalking him on social media. She's yeah. concerned what he's doing. Meanwhile, you're going through a divorce. You don't even live together. You're not together. Let it go. Let it just let, let it, go. it go. Let it go. But she can't. But Faith was right. It ended stupidly. Faith was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, new day. That's why her name is Faith. Why? Because she has faith in what she's saying. She says it's going to end stupidly. <laughs> and it did. Way to save that one. <laughs> You were thinking like psychic or something having to do with Faith. No, no. I do wonder why Danielle named her Faith. Maybe she needed some faith in her life. Faith. 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 Well, I guess it would be nice. Faith. It's George Michael's Faith. <laughs> um, okay. New day. It's been over a year since the divorce. And this is what I started doing because now we are moving a little faster. Mm-hmm. Danielle is 44. Okay. 44. She's aged. She, a little. Just a little. She's with Beth. They're rocking their matching pink outfits. They're getting a sweat and they're doing some home workouts mm-hmm. together. And I have to say Beth did lose weight. Well, you know what the secret is to Beth to Beth's fitness journey? Just like stop eating cakes and smoking instead? No. Well, what is it? To use two different weight dumbbells. <laughs> did you see... One, one was I'm orange. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was like, John made me a cocktail. I was laughing so hard I couldn't it's swallow a, it's it. The finale, we're little champagne cocktails. I couldn't swallow it. I'm sorry if you she, heard something funny. She had an orange dumbbell and a blue dumbbell. Maybe, it's not, it's maybe not how you do maybe this, those dude. are the same waist. You just get a few. Nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, they're always they're those. I don't know. It's like I, I have them. Yeah, I, what material is it? It's like a rubber. Yeah. They're rubber dumbbells. Yeah. And each color is a different weight. That's very so true. So she was using like a six pound and an eight pound. Yeah, I mean, why not? She feels like a right part of her body needs a little bigger push than like the left part. She's going to be like Nadal. You know, Rafael Nadal, he's got one rubber. Maybe she's on. like, okay, I'm driving with my right hand, smoking oh, with my yeah. left hand. Oh, yeah. I feel like my left hand needs a little uh-huh. more working out. Uh huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're always thinking. So, always thinking. 
So they're working out. Beth asks if Danielle's been talking to Muhammad lately. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Danielle reached out about a month ago. About a month ago, I reached out. You and even Beth goes like, why? And you know, I literally laughed. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Beth. Beth goes like, (laughs) I... I never said that you are a damn ass or anything like this, but oh. you are a damn ass, Daniel. Dumbass. Dumbass. Let me translate for our That's non, what I'm saying. For our non-European speakers. I'm saying damn ass. Oh, damn ass. Damn ass. <laughs> dumbass. Damn ass. Dumbass. Dumbass. Yeah, she goes, I'd never say this to you, but I'm going to say this to you. You're a dumbass. <laughs> well, okay. Why did Danielle reach out to... Because she needed some help with a website. What? What? A. What? A. Why are you building a website? What is this website for? B. Why are you reaching out to Mohammed? Like you have right. It does. You have, have teenage kids. Skills? You have teenage kids. They know more about websites than Mohammed. What website? Is it an OnlyFans? That's my only question. <laughs> is it like? It's got to. I hope it's Maybe not it was OnlyFans. Cameo. It's got to be a website but if you- we're going to trust this story that Muhammad has experience with. That maybe Danielle's like, oh, well, Muhammad's on Cameo. Maybe I should be on Cameo. Well, maybe she was, it was, an, you know, a school assignment, but she's studying nursing, I think. Why would they assign right. her to, I had to take coding, but that's part of what I do or part of the field I work in. Yeah. So I had to take coding classes. I don't think Danielle... Needs coding classes to become a nurse. No. Do you think it was her pure romance? Like, she does need a website for that. But again, they would probably set that up for you. I think it was just an excuse. Like, oh, hey, Mohammed. So how is it going? Uh, You know, I'm just like building my website. I'm just thinking like, oh, who could help me? Mohammed. (laughs) But he, here's long story short, he didn't help her. Yes. He didn't end up That's helping her saying. because Muhammad doesn't know anything about websites. That's what I was saying. She was just trying to come up with an excuse. Like, let me talk to this like younger guy. So like, what's, <laughs> what's cool on him? Like building websites. Like, hey, Muhammad. I know. It does not. It doesn't make any sense. Especially when you have young kids who can right. do this in their sleep. Yes. So she reaches out. Nothing comes of it in terms of the website. But it turns out Danielle's trying to sue Muhammad. Well, let's first, she's talking to Beth saying, I didn't think he's going to respond with this smirk on Everything her face. Everything she says, she's giggling about. I literally I was like, was, Danielle, respond. stop it. Just stop it. stop it. Stop it, Danielle. But back to your point, this is what I was talking about well, at the beginning. That's the move. That's the move you approach him with. Don't approach him with a website. Approach him with, I'm going to sue you if you want him to respond. But... Her, I don't know how, I've never sued anyone. I've never been sued. I'm going to knock it right now. Yeah, knock it. But I don't know how it works. I don't I don't think you can just decide to sue someone for anything and sue them unless you can. Of course you can. Doesn't mean the lawsuit's going to go anywhere. Her reason of suing a Mohammed is she wants the money back she invested in him. She wants the money back she spent on the plane tickets. She wants the money back she paid for him. When he came here, right? Yeah. She is not going to get a cent back. You know why? When you apply for a K-1 visa or your green card, you're basically signing an agreement saying you are responsible for yep. this person financially for 10 years. Yes. For 10 long years. So her saying, 
oh, he should pay me back. No, he should not. He should not pay you anything back because you did it willingly. He didn't force you. He he didn't, you know, he didn't have a gun next to your head. Like, right. he didn't do anything. You did it and you signed the paperwork. And on top of that, and I've never been divorced, so I don't know, but here's my assumption. When you get the divorce, which is what they got, mm-hmm. that's when you settle your finances and you say, okay, how are we going to split the bank account? I'm going to pay you X amount a month for however many months. I feel like that's when you settle the financial issues. I don't think it's a year later or over a year later you go, I actually think I want the money back from X, Y, and Z. No, definitely not. So her lawsuit, I don't know what happens with it. I don't think we've heard anything moving forward. Because I don't think it went anywhere. I don't think it did either because well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, we see she, first of all, doesn't know how to serve him with papers because she doesn't know where he's living. <laughs> but Detective Beth. I was just going to gonna say Detective Beth. Let's talk him on social media, which they do. Mm-hmm. They find a video on Instagram, I think, which seems like Muhammad out and about in his neighborhood. They see the state flag of Texas there. And they actually end up tracking down his address because of Google Street View. Yeah, but they couldn't get the address properly. They could get it close enough. Say you saw if he's in the neighborhood and he's in an apartment complex and he walks by the apartment's name and sees it's in Texas. Well, yeah, but how do you, how do you serve someone if you don't know his or her address correctly? I think, let's say, let's say he's at X, Y, and Z apartment. And then they see a Texas flag. They go, okay, let's Google that apartment complex. Let's find the address of it. We know his name. Name and address. Maybe you don't have apartment number, but that's probably close enough to get there. I'm going to say that's close enough to get there. Okay. Okay. But that's that's catfish level detective work, and I'm impressed with it. Very true. But I was going to say, where we live, it's all about the apartment number. We don't have to give anyone our names. Because it's not on our mailboxes. Right. So it's all about the apartment number. That's why we get stuff from people who live here before. Well, then maybe this is why the lawsuit didn't go anywhere. Maybe. Okay. Uh, maybe. maybe her lawsuit was a good one, but she didn't have the apartment I was going to say, maybe you didn't even get there. So it's a new night. Danielle is heading out with a new friend, Angela. Angela is, and I'm not saying this is fake. I'm not saying this is not a real friend. But every friend on 90 Day Fiance, their name is Angela. This is Angela. Okay. Who else is Angela besides our OG Angel? Tariq's friend who officiated the oh, wedding is Angela. Oh, it's true. That's very true. Brittany's friend who went to meet oh, Angela. Oh, stop it. Okay. So, so true. Okay. I'm just pointing, just pointing out the facts here, folks. Maybe those are alias. Yes. Alias? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're like, you know, well, like, I don't want to become too famous, so let's just... Just call me Angela. Just call me Angela. So, Danielle's been out with Angela. Danielle needs a stiff drink. It's just a couple of single moms on the prowl. So, they get to this bar. They start talking about Danielle's dating life. And we learn Danielle's been dating one guy long distance. Ooh. Okay, this sounds promising. Well, we've heard about this guy before, if you remember. She mentioned him several times. This is not Gabe. No, no, no. This is another guy. She mentioned this guy an episode or two prior. This is the guy who could not come help her set up her trailer. Okay. Her home. Her home. I'm glad you've come around. I'm glad you've come around. So, they've they've been talking, but they've recently decided 
well, since we're long distance, let's see other people. So I don't think they've ever met. That's my feeling about this. No, they they have not. With the guy? Yeah. No, they have not. Okay. So not only have they never met, they've decided to see other people. (laughs) Yet Danielle still says, oh, I'm seeing this guy. It's really sad. It's really naive. It breaks my heart. She should be like, I'm talking to this guy. This is why I think she has trouble moving on and finding other relationships. Because she probably thought for the longest time her and Muhammad were still together or they have a chance. Like she doesn't see the writing on the wall of, oh, he decided this was a nice way for him to break up with her. Oh, we're long distance. Let's see other people. Yeah. But in the back of her mind, no, I'm still I'm still kind of with him. We're still kind of together. Okay, this is what I'm going to say, right? It all comes down to honesty. Yeah. When you're dating online or whatever you do, you have to be honest. When you meet someone in person on your first date, you have to be honest. And I feel like, and I, not just Danny, I think a lot of people might be afraid of, say, what's going on in their life, to be honest. And mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about my ex-dating life, right? But I was an au pair before. I babysat kids and I did meet people. And when I said, oh, I'm an au pair, they were like, ugh, like, you're a babysitter? Basically made me feel belittle me mm-hmm. because I was babysitting kids. And I felt weird. I was like, am I even supposed to say like, but this is what I'm doing at the moment. Why yeah. would I lie about it? And I think a lot of people lie when they date online or they don't say the truth. When the truth comes out, eh, things don't work out. The truth always comes out. It does. That's Just watch why I, Web of Lies on Discovery Plus. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like Danielle out. needs to be more honest. She maybe paints her life differently online than it is. Or as we come to find out shortly, doesn't even have a profile exactly. photo. And that's another, that's, that's part of my point. I was going to say, be honest with what you do, who you are, mm-hmm. and let people who are truly interested come to you. Don't play games. Like, that's don't great say, That's don't great say, dating Exactly. Don't Is that say, Ash? Is that <laughs> Ash sitting across the table well, from I'm me not, right but now? I actually, feel like actually, <laughs> just be who you are. Actually, be who you are and let the people come well, to you. Well, I'm just saying, like I've experienced people looking down at me, mm. and it did cross my mind moving forward. Like when I meet someone again, should I be honest with them? But then I was like, you always have to be honest. Always be honest. And always, it's always gonna come out. That's BS that they look down on you. Because here's what I saw. When I heard your story and when I met you, you and were, I was very honest, you with were you. back in school yeah. though, and you, no, I was going to go back to school. You were going back to school. I was working. You had your dreams yeah. laid out in front of you and your goals that you're going to work for. But what I saw, I didn't see a babysitter. I saw, here's a girl who came from another country, learned the language and is making a life for herself here. So whether you were unemployed or a babysitter or cleaning homes, whatever, you just by being here and tackling this new life and this new culture and this new language, you were head and shoulders above other girls that I met. Thank you. I appreciate that. But that's the truth. And that's what I think you need to lay out the facts and let someone interpret them the way they're going to interpret them. And I thought, I saw, oh, wow, this is amazing. This is way more impressive than a girl and no disrespect, but... A girl who's just 
you know, doing her job, working for her dad, doing what she wants to do to get a little pocket money so she can go out at night and party at the bars. And Okay, cool. Well, when I met you, I was at a better point of my life. I met you and I got my first degree. I was working in my field. But in the same time, I was still babysitting to make extra money. I was still being yeah. a hostess to make extra money. Right. And I was very honest with you about my crazy life, working three jobs to yeah. make it. Yeah. And but there's you never judged me. And that's why what I love. I'm just, and I'm using my New York experience, but there's just a lot of girls who, sure, they have money, but they're working for their family business or they're doing whatever and their parents are giving them money. And sure, there's a lot of guys who are into that. Oh, look at this. They're flashy. They're going out to this club and that club. I would rather date the babysitter who came from another country, learn the new language. Like clearly you're hustling. Clearly you have goals. You're working hard at something. And it may not be as flashy. It may not be as flashy, but it says something about you. It says something. Thank you. Yeah. And all I was going to say is that I appreciate what you just said. And I knew it about you, but if someone even says something bad to you, just don't let it stop you. Just think this person sucks and just move on. Move on. That's not the right person. Literally move on and be who you are. So Danielle's moving on to Nelson. To Nelson. Mm -hmm. That's another man. It's another man. It's another suitor, potential suitor. (laughs) Nelson messaged Danielle a few months ago. He's another young man. He's 35. But at least he lives in the States. He lives in Maryland. 35, Danielle. 35. Almost 10 years younger. 10 years. I've lost her age. I wish she learned because... That's what it comes down to. She's not learning. Guys in their 30s nowadays are either still living their single lives. I don't think so. I don't think... I don't think in their 30s. we are in our 30s. We're married. I don't think but we're living our single lives. But they're, they're, not, they're not online looking for 45-year-olds to settle and, and taking it down seriously. With. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe one night stands. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know you, Nelson. I don't know who you are. But I don't think you were on, and I know now because we watched the episode, I don't think you were on this dating site or wherever you met Danielle as a 35-year-old man reaching out to a 45-year-old woman going, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is my forever. But l- let's, let's, let's pause right here, right? Danielle didn't even have her photo on the side. Mm. Do you think her age was correct? That's a very good question. She could say, oh, I'm 39. That's 35, 39, that's fine. That's a very good question. Yeah, we don't know. Here's what we do know. Here's what we do know. She's planning to meet him. She's going to go visit him. She's not a floozy, though. So she's, <laughs> as she says, she's got her own hotel. Angela's oh, like, oh, Danielle. Angela's like, you know, this could be a booty call. And Danielle's like, I'm not a floozy. <laughs> I'm not a floozy. I'm not a floozy, Angela. So here, here we go. She's going to meet up with Nelson at his house, which is suspicious, first Red of all. Red flag, Danielle. A, forget your date or anything. Do you want to get killed? Yeah, why are you showing up to Nelson's house? Literally. You've never met him before. You're going to his house? I think the cameraman went with her because... Clearly. And also probably why Nelson didn't answer. He was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I'm going to get caught with a camera crew here. I, I thought she was coming alone. It, he literally, what's the word? Ghosted her. He ghosted her. He thought, oh, my gosh, like, she really is coming. <laughs> oh. I, saw, I saw the window shade, like, peel to the side <laughs> a little bit. He peeked his head out. He's I like, just think it's weird if he wanted to ghost her... 
Just say, oh, let's meet at this bar and don't show up. Don't give her your address, dude. So sketchy. So sketchy. Especially when we know that Danielle is she's a, little, a little stalker. Well, that's why I wonder. Do you think she said, oh, I'm coming and I'm bringing the camera crew with me? Because if she showed up and he kind of peeked his head out the window, I was like, oh, there's a camera crew here? Like, I was looking for like, mm, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Or at least come down to my basement and let me murder you. But I can't do any of that on camera. That's very true. Also, why is she wearing leggings and sports shoes when she's meeting someone for the first time? Like, bring mm. your A game. That's her A game. That's her A game. At least put jeans on. Like, when she went to the bar, put your jeans on, put some makeup on a little mm-hmm. bit, a nicer mm-hmm. shirt. Don't look like you just left the she gym. Doesn't, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't put the effort in. It's unfortunate. She doesn't put the effort in. So she shows up, she knocks at his door, doesn't answer. So she calls his phone straight to voicemail. Let me remind everyone, she drove six hours. Oh, I feel bad for her. I think that's her. one way. I think it's yeah. six hours one way. So I feel bad for her for doing this, but... 12 hours round trip. She starts crying in the car, wondering what's wrong with me. And I do feel bad in this moment. I do feel, listen, I'm a human. I have a heart. I feel bad for her. But maybe, just maybe, stop going after 30-year-old dudes. Mm -hmm. Who lives six hours away? Do you think people who just relocate to Sandusky, Ohio, (laughs) or you have family, you have your kids, I don't think she was in a place of relocating anywhere. So no. look for no, someone. She was in school. Yes, in school. She still has her teenage kid living with her. Look for someone within an hour or two. Something you yeah. can, dr- you know, driving distance, not overnight driving distance. One more encounter that just ended stupidly. Literally. Stupidly. Faith really got it. She got it. Right. I have faith in Faith. She can call it. So... She's crying in her car. She starts blaming Muhammad. She says, I'm cursed. And it all started with him. Oh, it's Muhammad's fault. How about your baby daddy who left you for your neighbor who you sold sex toys to? It kind of started with him. But we're going to forget about him. We're going to forget about him and Jennifer with a G and your anal beads. We're just going to totally gloss over that. After the guy she met in high school and they've been together for a while. They were together for a long time. Yeah. Then Mohammed brought her confidence way up because here is this like good looking young guy who's interested in her, right? So moving forward, she's like, well, this is my standard now. Right. 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 But you don't think rationally, even like there are good looking 40 year olds. There are good looking Mm -hmm. 50 year olds. If that's your, you know, if that's your preference to have someone who's really good looking, there are good looking men closer to your age with similar goals, with similar lifestyle who have, you know, older kids. That's what you should be looking for. Not 30 year olds, Danielle. Exactly. Like 30 year olds (sighs) probably won't have kids. Do you want to have another kid, Danielle? She's got so many. I just feel like she doesn't look at the bigger picture. She doesn't. She doesn't. So then we see Danielle mail the lawsuit to Muhammad. And say she wants to move forward. And that's that's that. So then we fast forward a little more. Two years later, Danielle is 46. We love the math. We love the math on this podcast. <laughs> so Danielle and Beth. Luckily, you're not the one doing it. No, I would be like, she's 54. <laughs> it's been two years. Um, she's with Beth. They're at Bates Farm Kitchen. Of course, they're talking about Muhammad. But this time, 
It's been a year since she spoke or heard mm-hmm. from him. I have to say, Dan- Danielle looks good in the winter hat. <laughs> With that hat pulled down almost over all of her face, she looks very cute. She keeps it on in the diner, so I'm like, she kind of looks That's better. Kinda, is that a vibe? Danielle, is that a vibe? Just, you know, maybe she should explore hats. Yeah. You explore, have a hat for every season. Explore hair, which she does, and it looks much better. But let's not let's not fast forward too much. She's talking to Beth. She says she's moving on. She's getting back on her feet with her finances. She's working extra hours. And so Beth's like, the only thing that's missing is a man. Mm-hmm. And basically Beth says whatever I just said. She needs to look for someone closer to her age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look for someone closer to your age and get some photos on your dating profile. Yep. She grabbed her phone yeah. very aggressively, but I wouldn't, aggressive. I wouldn't fight with Bet either. No. Even after she lost weight, she's still very well, she's, intimidating. She's all jacked up now. She's got those dumbbells she's working. She's, she really did lose weight. She so looks good. good. For her. Yeah. yeah, she looks very good. That's the secret. That's but nice. I would still be scared of her. So she grabbed Danielle's phone saying, you don't even have a photo on your dating site. Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you meet men? Like, how do you think how can guys get connected because mm-hmm. you know what at the end of the day when you're meeting someone online it is all about the picture yeah it's the first impression exactly so if you impression. have none then what do you expect so beth says we got to do a photo shoot girl it's time to do a I know, photo i'll do it shoot. i'll do it i'm gonna do <laughs> isn't it hilarious that muhammad all of a sudden became a photographer and now Beth's a photographer. Everyone's a photographer. Everyone's a photographer these days. And it's not even like an iPhone photographer. They have legitimate cameras, expensive cameras. Yep. Don't know how that's happening, but it's happening. So then we also learn Beth's daughter, Kylie, she's studying to be a cosmetologist. So they show up at the salon where she works at. Kylie is going to get Danielle all done up. She's come a very long way from just straightening Danielle's hair mm-hmm. while they sit in the lazy boy in the living room. And what I... What I was going to say is whatever she did to Danielle, Danielle looks good. Keep doing it. No, Keep not even. doing it, Danielle. Not even. Yes. Not even. I was going to say, Kaylee doesn't have to do it for her. She can teach Danielle yeah. how to keep this up because that looked good. Her hair was, yeah, it was really nice. It was straight. It looked yeah. healthy. And her makeup was wasn't like, to oh, it. it wasn't too much. It wasn't like. Oh, man, no. like this is the kind of a makeup that only makeup but artists can do. The difference was it looked like she was trying. Yes. It looked like she was trying. And, and that's it. A little bit of effort goes a long way. And not just when you're trying to get a man. Even when you're married. Like, yes, yeah. I wear my pajamas all the time Keep now the when we're home. Alive. But I do love, you know, to dress up when we go out, when mm-hmm. we have a date night. Even at home now when we order a nice dinner. Like, you try because it's not just about... Oh, I'm trying to get a man. It's about, oh, I have a man. I'm trying to keep it interesting, you know? Let's keep it interesting. Let's keep it sexual. So Danielle's looking good. Beth comes over with her camera to take some photos. And Beth, with these backhanded compliments. First of all, she was like, you're a dumbass, right? (laughs) And now she goes, Danielle, you look so good. You don't even look like you. Which was true. Yeah, but that's such a rude compliment. It's like, it's you not. look good. You don't look like yourself because normally you look terrible. No, no, no. It wasn't a rude compliment. It was an honest compliment. Basically, uh, yeah. she was saying, Danielle, this is how you can look right. if you try a little harder. <laughs> if you just try you know? it all. Not even harder. Just try. Like, for, like, 
you know, straighten your hair. It doesn't take that much time. Learn from your daughter how to do makeup. Hit a blush to each cheek. Jeans and plain shirt. Like, you don't have to be fancy to look good. Yeah. No one's telling you to wear gowns all the time. I don't even think she owns a gown. Hypothetically. (laughs) So she starts striking some racy poses, giving the camera some sex eyes. And Danielle, she says, I feel like I got my groove back. She's got a She's like, I back. feel beautiful. I feel confident. And, and that's I'm, the thing. It makes her feel good too. Yeah. Right? It's not just like, oh, I'm going to attract these guys. When you look good, you feel good. So she was looking good. She was feeling good. I just, all I was going to say is like, keep it going. And it doesn't take that much effort to wash and straighten your hair and put a little bit of makeup on. Right. So then we go from this high to a low. We fast forward once again, and now it's COVID times. And Danielle is 47. Okay. I don't know how, I thought she was 48 last time. No, she was 46. Do you even <laughs> listen to me? So 47. Luckily, Jonathan is not doing the math. I'm not doing the math. I'm not doing the math. It's COVID. Ohio's been on lockdown for three weeks, and she's staying in her house with seven people. I felt bad for her once uh, again. A, she didn't learn the makeup skills from her daughter. Nope. Or her, she's not continuing them. Well, luckily, Kylie and Faith are living with their significant others mm-hmm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But Corey and his pregnant fiancés and their three kids. Oh, let's do the math. That's five right there. Do you think an, and her teenage daughter who's going to graduate Six, high school. and then Danielle, yeah. seven. Wait, did Corey had... Did Corey have any kids when we met him? Yeah. He did? Yes. So basically, I think he's, when how they old were, is he? He's like in his mid-20s. No, and he is has he? A, You're just making this up. Well, when we met him, he was like 23. He was a little younger than Muhammad. I just remember when they met at the freight house, when Beth forced Danielle yeah. to apologize, Beth was like, how are the kids? Okay. So they had kids. That was a few years ago. But a fourth kid on the way. I mean, he must be very, what's the word? Very fertile. Fertile. Mm. Mm. It's a lot of kids. It's, a lot of, it's kids. a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of people in this house. It's not great. But the good news is Daniel hasn't seen Muhammad in three years. Positive. Oh, but then about a month ago, Muhammad reached out and they've been chatting. Here's what, <sighs> here's what happened. Danielle's worried because Muhammad's out there, as she says, driving truck, which is not, which is not the proper way to say that, but he's, he's driving truck. And she's worried. She's worried about him because he's out there yep. among the virus. But he's also making a lot of money. He's doing his thing. He's making that cash. I don't know, but the truck drivers oh, yeah. make, oh, yeah. especially the long haul truck drivers, haul. make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a good job. That's why when Andre of yeah. Libyan Andre was he like, I'm going to be. He should have done it. Yeah, he would have made a lot of money, yeah. but he's lazy. He is. But he's lazy. He's trying to make that Muhammad, TV money. He's doing He's out it. there driving truck. Living truck, in the yeah. trucks so saving the cash. Mm-hmm. And Danielle? She's got she's got a good job too. She's taking care of handicapped adults. Mm-hmm. So her job is essential. I was just curious. She said, Oh, I used to get my overtime, but now I only work my regular three days a week. Why right. why don't why right. only three days? I don't know. 
Three right? days is a part-time job, basically. Well, also, why were your hours cut? I feel like yeah. people still need, if you're a nurse, or I'm not sure her exact title. Well, but title, she but said now she's only working her regular. So basically know, she was saying before she was doing five days a week, which two days were overtime. Who's helping the handicapped adults if she's not, though? I don't know. Maybe a family member. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I guess maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe people are home from their jobs, so now they yeah. can take it. Did you see the giant scratch on her forehead? Yeah. Does she have cats? What do you? Th- yeah, I think sure she, she has cats. cats for because sure she has cats. it was a literally. There's a huge scratch across her entire ca- it forehead. It was a cat scratch. Like you know yeah. when you pick up a cat, you're like, "You're so cute," and the cat was like, "F you," and just scratches mm-hmm. you all over. Mm-hmm. That was a cat scratch. That was a cat scratch. So, okay, it's not good. It's not good. The saddest part, maybe for me and also for her, is the daughter that they're living with is supposed to graduate mm. because of COVID. Not going to have a ceremony, yeah. maybe. But I don't know. I feel like we can say it. I'm sure you guys all, maybe some of you watched. It was the quarantine. It was the quarantine. They ended up doing the drive-by or the drive, yeah, drive-by, <laughs> drive-through. It was, was like it was a, uh, it was a drive-by graduation, I guess. It they, was yeah, a drive-by they graduation. They all drove through the town. You know, like you get in the car, the kids wear the gowns, you decorate your car. So I almost feel like it ended up being a different memory. It was still oh, fun. You know, it's probably you'd be so like, much more memorable than in your In 20 average, years, you'd be yeah. like, you remember when I graduated from high school during a wor- worldwide pandemic? Yeah, I think one class did that. And I hope no other classes yeah. have to do it anytime soon. But that's very original. Yeah. And, Definitely memorable. So they ended up celebrating. So it, it looked sad during this episode, but they did end up doing something fun. But that's kind of it, right? Like Dan- yeah. It's sad. Danielle's happy that her family's together mm-hmm. and they have a roof over their head. But I'm sad. That's not the happiest ending. They're in COVID times. Yeah. But it was look all, like the most comfortable place to be. You know, we are watching the dating life. Single life. Single life. I call it the dating life. I'm sorry, TLC and Discovery Plus. The single life. Danielle is living her best life. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with her three new girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I think they're from Pennsylvania. I don't know where they're from, but they went to Ocean City, Maryland. They did, but you remember Danielle drove somewhere and then got into their oh, yeah. car. Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't know why I think they're either from Jersey or, or Pennsylvania. Possibly. I thought Delaware, but... Who knows? Maybe. One or of, Delaware. One somewhere of those on the states. eastern seaboard. They went to Maryland. They're giving Danielle a makeover. And I can see that at least one of them is her real friend. Yeah, I think she found friends. I wonder if Beth is bitter. Bitter Beth. Well, Beth is also married. So That's true. Danielle Spend some time with your husband, Beth. Danielle is still single and she's mingling. She's trying to get her man. And mm-hmm. we are here for it. But that's the single life. That's the single life. Her journey has ended here. Yes. This is where we've ended up. I'm just giving the updates. All right. All right. Finally, this is the journey. It ended. I think they're both at fault. I think (laughs) they're both at fault. (laughs) You you literally said it right before I even asked the question, but I feel the same. They are both at fault, which this is not how I felt before. I thought Mohammed was I thought he was the biggest scammer in the world. Same. Yeah. But- Definitely, they both did things that killed this relationship. Yep. Yep. Mohammed, again, you said maybe he didn't scam her. Maybe he used her. I think, I he think used that's her. the proper way to say it. But I Danielle think, lied to him. I think Danielle. I think Danielle scammed Mohammed. 
and by that I mean she presented herself in a different light. True. She was not able to take and care of him. I feel like it was very easy because the rest of the world sees Americans as everyone's rich, everyone's living this perfect life, and yeah. it's not true. Yeah. Like Americans are living the same lives as people in Europe. Yep. Obviously, it's different with people who live in third world countries, but still. A lot of people see like every American has this big house and a big pool and they're all so fabulous. Mm -hmm. And if you're not being honest, that's which I don't think Daniel was being honest with Mohammed. Unfortunately, he came into this reality that he didn't know about. Yeah, I think they scammed each other. I think that's the moral of this. The moral of this journey is don't trust anybody. Also, don't lie. Be honest. Like, whatever you are in life, whatever you do, don't make things up because it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The truth will always come out. And if you feel like, oh man, like, I feel this way about myself that I don't even want to tell anyone, work on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, try to improve your life so you feel comfortable and happy to talk about it because everyone should feel happy. Mm-hmm. And be honest with where you are and who you are, what you do. And this is the moral story of this journey. So not the happiest ending. Not the happiest ending. but Not the happiest ending, but not the worst ending either. It is what it is. Here's the happy ending. Here's the happy ending for you guys. I hope. We're going to be doing a new journey. Yes. Podcast. We're going to do another one. We're going to do another like last time, we're going to put up a poll so you guys can vote on who we cover on our next journey. But we've chosen three couples for you guys to vote on. Yep. Shall we say? Let's say. Woo, this okay. is big. This can, is, I, can, I, can I say one and you say, you don't say two? As long as I get to say two, I'll let you say <laughs> one. Should right. I say one then and then you, because then I'm just going to say two in a row. You want to bounce back and forth? I feel like I want to start. Okay, you start then. Just let me have this one. You can, listen, you can do whatever you want. I feel like you, you are the leader, so I'm just like trying to get a it's little... because you're always there with a drink in your mouth. I feel like I have to talk. Yeah. You're oh, always just you, you, sucking down you also, alcoholic beverages. You also make me those beverages. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm All right, so home. guys. Okay. It, Here we go. We have three couples, right? Number one. Darcy <laughs> and whoever, whoever was in her life. Darcy and her tears. That is probably the couple. Yeah. Now All you right. want me to go now with you go. two? But number two. Nicole and Azin. Yes. A little out of left field. A little out of left field. Yep. But we tried to think who's got a little bit of substance, who's got a little bit of interest in their journey. And Nicole and Azin do. Mm-hmm. I think there are. there's, you know. Yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of intrigue and in that couple. Okay. Number three. Last but not least, coming at you from the great state of Nevada, Sin City's own cult, and Larissa. And, and maybe whoever. It goes, and whoever. Maybe it goes into Jess. So, Darcy, Nicole and Azin, Colt and Larissa, those are the three we're going to put up. Unless you guys have someone else, if we've not thought of someone that's got a better story, message us, leave us a review, yeah. let us know who you want if it's not one of those three. And please, 
If you don't follow us on social media, do it because yeah. we're going to put up the poll on our Instagram. At, at 90 Day, at 90 Day Crazy in Love. This is today's Thursday. Maybe we should post it on Friday or something. We, we might post it on Friday after this pod yeah. so, drops. Okay. So make sure you're staying tuned and subscribed or following at 90 Day Crazy in Love so you can vote. We want to do who you guys want to hear. Exactly. That's what we did last time. It was overwhelmingly Daniel, Daniel Muhammad. Muhammad so, yeah. so we want to do who you guys want to hear. So make sure you vote. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening right now, just smash the subscribe button. Yeah, guys. Smash like it's hot. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the reviews. Yes. If you haven't left one, if you could do that on Apple Podcasts, it means the world. You can let us know what you think of the show. Let us know where you're listening, how you're listening, who you want us to cover on the journey, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, let us know, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe this journey has come to an end. I know. I almost feel like Mm. a little emotional, but I'm excited about our next one. We laughed. It's never ending. We cried. We learned. A lot. Yeah, we did. I hope you guys did beads, too. Oh, geez. Animal beads primarily. Oh, and um, yeah, it was a journey. It was a it journey. Journeys have ups journey. and downs. And I just want to say one more time. I just want to say one more time. <laughs> one more time. Just want to do one more time. Because he's the real hero. How do you think one more time on Walmart, Tom? You don't hear that? No, I, I don't. I really you know, don't. You know the song one Walmart, more. Walmart, Tom. You don't. <laughs> Wait, did you not realize that was the melody I was doing Walmart? Of course. So one more time. Yeah. Walmart time. Yeah, but it's very close when you sing it. So I don't know what you're singing. Oh, got it. Ugh. It's always sometimes, Walmart time. Sometimes I have to explain gonna celebrate to John what oh, I'm, what's yeah. on my mind. Walmart time. Okay. 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 Take it easy. Take it easy here. Thank um, you guys. Got to rest my pipes. You sure do. <laughs> we, got, we got another journey coming at you soon. So. That's it. That's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for. Thank you. That was being on this journey, journey with us. And Thank let's go on, on another one. Let's go on another journey. You'll vote. We'll listen. We'll do the thing. That's all I got to say for now. That's all I got to say. Goodbye, guys. Thank we'll, you for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.